It actually happened at the end of the 2012 National Indigenous Drug and Alcohol Conference. Adjunct Associate Professor Scott Wilson and I were there along with a whole lot of other delegates and we were talking in the last session about how the data, the research data out there for alcohol and other drug use among Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples is either very out of date as well as it's known to sort of be flawed in in terms of the way the data is collected. So one study actually shows that Aboriginal women's drinking is out by around 700% and for Aboriginal men it's about 200%. So Scott and I started talking and we went to Professor Kate Conagrave at Sydney Uni and we said, you know, maybe we need to look at a different way to collect at that stage alcohol and other drug use data. So how much are people drinking and using various drugs? We got advice and we decided that was a totally huge task and we decided to focus just on alcohol at that stage. So we wrote a National Health and Medical Research Council grant and we were lucky enough to get one. So that started in 2015. So it's a five-year grant that we got and we're just in the, the latter stages of it. So that's sort of how the, the Grog Survey app was born, so to speak. And in terms of the actual steps for creating the app, what, what were the sort of particular you know, how were the particular questions and, and visuals decided upon? And can you just detail what sort of those stages were over those years? We have Aboriginal and, and non-Indigenous collaborators on the research team, and those guys all have other people on their teams who kind of advise the app. It started with me sort of reviewing how do people ask about alcohol consumption in the, the Western kind of medical approach, as well as what was written in terms of Aboriginal health workers, Aboriginal drug and alcohol workers in Australia. What are the, the different things that people use to collect what they would say is an accurate alcohol history? And then we had a two-day workshop in Sydney where we brought people from around the country, Aboriginal, Torres Strait Islander and non-Indigenous researchers, clinicians, health workers, health promotion people, anyone who kind of had an interest and an expertise in how to talk with people and assess their drinking. And it was great to have all of those people in the room. I showed them what, what I had found in various surveys around the country. Some were done in remote spots in the Kimberley. Um, some were done in sort of urban spots in Sydney, for instance. We had um, sociologists and psychiatrists and drug and alcohol kind of um, doctors there as well to kind of feedback what they thought. There are lots of sessions to kind of talk about what are the, the differences that an app would need to do if you're going to fit for someone who's living out 600 kilometres from Alice and speaking Pitanjara solely as their language, um, as well as someone who's um, sitting in Redfern in Sydney. So lots of kind of consultations there. Scott Wilson and Jimmy Perry from the Aboriginal Drug and Alcohol Council were totally key through the grant writing as well as through the development of the app and, and, and still today. They would look at things that the app developers would kind of develop for us and then we would send that out to a, a spider's web of kind of Aboriginal drug and alcohol workers, mental health workers around the country to kind of review different ways that we thought might work to ask people because the app really needed to fit whether someone was kind of out in WA or NT um, right through to maybe being in Brisbane. And I understand you, you've been out collecting data. Can you tell us a bit about how that actual process works, how that's actually been going? We're now in stage two. Stage one actually was when we had to work out, can the app work? <laughs> so we're actually testing, could it be a tool? We were actually able to show that it can be an accurate tool and an acceptable tool as well to the Aboriginal community members who we tested it with in remote and regional South Australia as well as in urban Brisbane. And we were comparing each person doing the app to a 
uh, Aboriginal health worker doing a clinical interview with them, so asking them an alcohol history. We found there was around 78% agreement and the app was as good as talking with uh, a health worker, which I was really pleased with because, as you can imagine, when you go to your health practitioner or your doctor, etc., they're able to do things like look at your body language and change their dance, they're talking appropriately when they see your response to their question, whereas, of course, the app's not able to do that. So it's quite exciting to see that it could be an accurate tool to collect alcohol consumption data from someone to get them to describe what they drink. But we also found that it could be really acceptable. So more than half of the people who completed the app in its testing phases that was back in stage one. The research assistants told us that more than half of the participants, they then asked the research assistant something about their drinking. So it actually made those participants reflect on their drinking, either their drinking or the drinking of someone in their family or their, or their friendship group, which was a really important finding for us that we wrote about in a paper because drinking is such a, a sensitive topic to talk about, yet it's so ingrained in Australian culture, not certainly not just Aboriginal culture. To have an app to be able to kind of um, get people to reflect on their drinking in a way just to ask questions or or just wondering about, you know, how someone could cut down or, you know, asking for tips about getting help about drinking was a, was a really useful thing. Now we've been able to show that the app can be accurate and acceptable. We are now testing it as a practical survey tool. So we're conducting what we call a, a prevalence study. So we've got a representative sample of people that we're recruiting in urban South Australia as well as in remote South Australia. We started two weeks ago and we'll be doing that till November. So the logistics of, of using it on the ground um, to collect a snapshot of what a community's drinking patterns look like. And what we really hope is that, you know, next year the app will be available um, in the App Store. We always said that it would be freely available, particularly for Aboriginal community controlled health services and other services will be able to subscribe to use the app to collect their own data. Scott Wilson has always talked to me about how it's so important to empower communities to be able to monitor their drinking. There's lots of wonderful local initiatives happening all around the country to address drinking but we don't have many ways to kind of monitor how we're going with it. And the data that comes from these community surveys collected by the app potentially could also be used to help those local communities advocate for various programs and services and treatment services, etc. Because we know that a lot of the way that government funding is portioned out is based on, you know, what national surveys say, such as National Drug Strategy Household Survey and the equivalent Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander surveys as well. But we know that there's a lot of difficulties with those surveys because the samples of Aboriginal people that they talk to are very, very small, as well as also been shown to be, you know, out by, by quite a lot. So I think being able to give communities a tool so that they can monitor how their community is going with drinking and perhaps also advocate to use that their data to, to get better support for, for alcohol is a really useful thing. We give you the, the iPad, you have some, some headphones that you wear. It's designed so you can go through it by yourself in more of an anonymous way. So you don't need to necessarily tell people that you had 12 beers on that night and, and maybe a, a bottle of spirits or half a bottle of spirits the next day. You just write it into the app. 
you know, it's not only going to ask you just about how much you usually drink, because that was the other thing that came up in the forum that we had right at the start of this project. I was saying, so how a lot of the surveys would say, how much do you usually drink in a week or in a in a month or or whatever the time frame? And um, people would say, but there is no usual drinking patterns change. It can change with who you are, where you are, dry community, wet community, how much money you have, how you're feeling, etc. And people seemed very firm about usual. So I changed the word um, being an academic. I said, what about typical? <laughs> um, and it was like, no, Kylie, um, no typical either. So we ask about the last two occasions of drinking in detail in the app. You can go through what we call the alcohol shop and, and choose from you know, the main categories, as you can imagine, beer, wine, spirits, port, sherry, etc., and choose your brand. We have pictures of actual products in there as well because we got feedback from people that had worked very remote, kind of saying that in some more remote communities, if English is like, you know, third, fourth, fifth language, people are more likely going to, you know, they might call VB, for instance, green can. So if you are going to be using hand-drawn bespoke images, you need to be really careful with what you're drawing so people aren't kind of misinterpreting what you're portraying in the alcohol shop, which is why we ended up just going with some with showing the actual products there that people can select. Lots of things that we've tried to tailor in the app to just encourage people to tell their story. But hopefully, I mean, this is certainly a big thing that we had was never wanted anyone to sort of feel judged. Certainly don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable as they're going through the app. But we know that, you know, when people come into their community-controlled health centre or their government health clinic, you know, every year they will be asked about alcohol. Typically, they're asked the Audit C test, the Alcohol Use Disorders Identification Test, which is also included on the app. So we're just trying to give a little bit more of an anonymous, comfortable experience for people to answer questions. And Kylie, what, what has been the, the response and, and perception of it so far? I think what we found is that um, there's been a lot of excitement around the app from our team as well as from services related to the team and other services and certainly other universities as well. So I think what we found is that there will probably be many more uses for the app as we go down the road and looking at other grant applications. So I'm particularly interested in how could the app help people in community-controlled health services or other sort of primary health care centres, say someone sitting there in the waiting room and they're waiting for their health worker or their nurse or their doctor, you know, could they have a go on the app? Could they then with their consent, that individual's consent, if they wanted to, could they decide to share that with their health worker? That might take the time off the health worker as well, having to go into all of the detail because they've spent the 10 minutes going in on the app already. And then, because I love technology, how could you get the app to talk to the practice software in that clinic to make it even easier for that health worker, obviously, with the individual's consent? I think it's also got sort of untapped possibilities in terms of using the app as a health promotion tool as well. I just know from working remote and working urban, it's so hard to talk with people about drinking and understandably, Aboriginal people that I talk to, there's a lot of actual racism that they experience in their day-to-day life. So I can understand why people might feel uncomfortable that people are asking about drinking and worries about maybe children being taken away if they kind of actually disclose what they actually drink or, or use if we're asking about drugs as well. So I think we're also always kind of looking to try and find a gentle 
um, and sensitive way that we can ask people that they can feel comfortable. And for our purpose at the moment, because we're doing this prevalence study, we're really just trying to test how practical it can be as a survey tool. You talked about, you know, the importance of things like the imagery and, and things like the particular language used within there as well. Have there been any other sort of changes or tweaks you've had to make a, a, along the way during the app's development? Yeah, there's been a few. So, I mean, the app, the, the app will talk to you in English or in Pitjantjara. We only have two language tracks at the moment, and I'm hoping that down the track we can get more. In terms of the imagery, we used to have a... So we used to ask about the last four occasions, and we did an analysis and showed that you could just ask about the last two occasions and the frequency of another two occasions. We used to just show that on, if you can imagine, on an iPad, just a line that goes... To to the left so you keep swiping right you keep swiping right and it would just kind of show more and more time and it would just show the 12 months that way and um, we decided to just show more of a calendar so it now just has 12 months a hard time frame for anyone to remember but particularly if you if you don't lead a sort of calendar life and maybe the numbering system in your community doesn't even go up to 10 which is certainly my experience from some remote communities in the top end of NT so we have marked on the calendar um, dates that, that people might know, such as their birthday. We also mark NRL and AFL Grand Final, Easter, Christmas, and when other services use the app next year, they'll be able to mark other local festivals, such as you know rodeos or oyster festivals down in South Australia or whatever the case may be. Anything just to get people to spark their memory and remember what they could have been doing on that day. What would be your aspirations once this app is actually made available? I think it would be great to have more and more services using the app. It's a validated tool to ask about alcohol consumption and to measure that in Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. But I'd really like to see it go beyond alcohol. So I'd really, I think it would be really useful to ask about other drugs as well. And potentially, because each of the, in the languages on the apps, I mentioned English and Pitjantjara. So for the Pitjantjara tracks, we translated and back-translated with some Pitjantjara speakers and a university down in Adelaide who teaches Pitjantjara. And as you can imagine, if the Census or National Drug Strategy Household Survey goes out to do a survey, they, they have um, field officers out with them as well, which is really useful. But it depends on what field officer, I guess, you get on the day as to what the translation might be for someone if you're in Jundjundjara or if you're in you know, Amateur or some other small community. Whereas on the app, it's a standardised translation that's offered for everyone and that's particularly useful when you're asking about alcohol consumption as well as about um, symptoms of um, dependence, so when people are hooked on alcohol. So I think that the applications of the app actually move way beyond alcohol. We started with alcohol because it's very, very hard to ask about. I really like the idea of perhaps it being the drug app and you're asking about other drugs as well. Then we're able to kind of, we're improving the way we're asking about alcohol and other drugs and how we're collecting data on consumption of those alcohol and other drugs. And if we're kind of getting the better data, then we're going to be able to better advocate for support to help people in their families who might be struggling with alcohol and other drug use. 